Hello, it's Dr. Deborah Campbell speaking to you from COVID-19 isolation in Australia. Strange days indeed. I keep having that John Lennon lyric go round and round in my mind. It didn't really uh, anticipate a pandemic lockdown in 2020. Who did? Oh, I don't think many of us did. I know uh, Bill Gates had a TED talk about uh, a pandemic being the most likely terrible tragedy to uh, to hit humanity. He came came up with that idea uh, a few years ago, but I don't think most of us thought that it was truly likely. And reeling in in a bit of shock is is I think still the situation for many of us shock and for some people the isolation feeling nothing less than quite traumatic. If we're locked up with the people that we love and care about most or at least some of them then that's some consolation Um, but if we're actually on our own or separated from from family and close friends for a period of time which is now really starting to get on and add up a bit isn't it? Um, then that that is is truly difficult. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things that we can do to try to help ourselves and support ourselves and each other to get through this time. Um, There's no magic answers, but all the little things that we can think of that can help, that can support us, uh, can add up. And just one one thing at a time each day, one little thing at a time adds up to lots of things that, that make the day a bit better, a bit more bearable, a bit more connected and um, a bit more supported. I'm going to use as a framework, as a lens for looking at things we can do to make isolation life a little bit softer. I'm going to use the framework of three great loves three things to guide focus and uh, self-care and sense of meaning and sense of of emotional freedom and well-being, uh, these three three guides. And you've probably heard me talk about three loves before. If you haven't, it's a sense of self-compassion and I've got really practical ideas about that and not just having a hot bath but something a lot more uh, meaningful than that uh, in the way you speak to yourself in your own head, um, the way you look after your inner health very consciously uh, and, and mindfully. That's love one. Then there's connection to others, relationships and we don't have to be physically with people to feel connected. And the, the whole social distancing term has been, it's a little bit unfair and problematic in a sense that we don't want to be socially distancing in this time. We want to be physically distancing from the people we don't live with. Um, we want to be keeping physically safe, but still keeping very socially connected. And the third love is flow, our own personal passions, our ability to immerse ourselves in things that take all of our focus and engagement, that use our intelligence, that give us uh, really 
a place to go that is so fully engaged and and enjoyable uh, and all-consuming at the time of doing it that we're just in the moment of being in the thing that we're doing, the thing that gives us a flow or peak experience. Uh, As um, the psychologist Abraham Maslow called it, a peak experience where you are absolutely at one with what you are doing, completely involved in it in every way. And And you come out of it, time might have slipped away and you feel more connected to your sense of aliveness and your reason for being because of the things that give you flow. So let's look at how we can have more of those three loves, those experiences, even under these really strange days conditions. I've been uh, writing a lot because well, I am a writer, so it's that's easy for me. I think even if you're not, though, if the idea of doing some writing appeals to you, this is a great time. When you do some writing uh, about what's going on for you inside, uh, memoirs, uh, anything, hopes for the future, dreams, uh, anything that's on your mind, when you get it out on paper, it's like you find a more of a place for it and you can look back at it if you want to and uh, experience your inner life out on paper or on a screen in front of you and it gives you that extra space uh, from your inner experience. It gives you a different, more outside perspective which can be great for putting your thoughts in order. I absolutely love planning my next day the night before And I do that according to things that are going to give me flow, uh, relationship connections and things I'm going to do to look after myself, the three loves, as well as my appointments because I am working online in psychology, I'm consulting online. So I've still got appointments and of course household tasks and all the other chores and things you want to get done during the day. So I've got a, a planner. And I, uh, I have it on my website if you want to download a copy for yourself uh, to use. And I use it at night and I put down all the things that I'd like to look at the next day or the next few days. I've even got a section for ongoing projects. So it might be stuff that's stretching out over the week, the month, the year. And if I want to note that I'm going to spend a bit of time on that, then... Um, then I put that in the ongoing section because it's not something I expect myself to finish tomorrow, but just something that's simmering away on the back burner that I might want to turn to. So I've got short-term stuff on there and the longer-term stuff as well and um, the more personal stuff and the very mundane uh, and the work stuff all on one planner. I call it the Three Loves Planner. And as I say, you can get it over at uh, drdebracampbell.com. You can just download a, a PDF if you like and print it off. I like to do it on paper, but of course you can do an online ver- uh, a uh, uh, on your iPad or computer version or on your phone version as well if you want. Whatever works for you. I just like to have the paper there on the desk to turn to and sometimes to tick it off to give myself a sense of satisfaction, tick something off the on the planner to show myself I did it. I think it's a great time for getting on top of some of the tasks that you've been perhaps procrastinating about 
since there's extra time at home for many of us. Um, some people are still out there working very hard and if you are, wow, you know, kudos to you um, and thank you, thank you. But for those of us who are spending more time at home, either working or, or off work, it's a time when we can look at some of the stuff we've been putting off and I think a lot of people are doing that, a lot of um, work around um, home maintenance and and also organising and all those those jobs um, that, that get put off. If it's hard for you to get motivated at this time because you're really struggling a bit with your uh, sense of of um, your life and how you choose to live it and being quite compromised and quite shut down because of the situation, that's really understandable. But I think a great way to approach that uh, and that lack of motivation is to just really lower your expectations about what you uh, can get done, need to get done, and just make it really easy on yourself to approach some of those things you might want to um, get done in this time. For example, giving yourself just 10 or 15 minutes at, at some organising activity or, or something you've, you've had in mind to get, to get going with. Just do little bits, you know, just spend short amounts of time and then be really happy with yourself for having done that. Be, really please you spent those 10 or 15 minutes. Don't be um, thinking it has to be that you wait for this really long uh, period of time and have to psych yourself up and get motivated to complete some great big task you've been putting off forever. No, you can make it a lot more manageable by just going 10 minutes here on this one, 10 minutes on organising this or that, uh, one box to pack or one place to organise or one small section of a room to tidy up or dust down and then come back and do more another time. You know, you're going to get it done. And it's a great life hack to realise, silly term I know, but it's it's a great thing to realise and to show yourself just how much you can get done in 10 or 15 minute spots when you do them repeatedly over a period of time. They add up to hours and can add up to um, a huge amount of things getting done and whole tasks getting completed in really painless ways. So I totally recommend using little snippets of time to do little pieces of jobs and then congratulate yourself massively on having done it, having done the bit you've done. It's super important to remember a couple of things in this lockdown kind of time. Remembering that it is temporary. We are going to come out of this. Sure, it may take a, a while longer. Sure, there will be levels of lockdown, levels of social distancing for some time. But it is going to pass. It's not forever and, um, and, and I think that's, that's really important to remind yourself if you're getting down or um, it's, it's getting on top of you a little or you're feeling flat and unmotivated, things are always changing. They're going to keep changing. This is not forever. So hang in there.
and feel no guilt about times when you might lack motivation, when you might feel flat, when all you want to do is lie on the couch. No one saw this coming. Everyone's been blindsided. And if you need to lie on the couch a bit and you're not very productive and there are times when you're not getting stuff done that you could be, it's okay. You're allowed to relax. You're allowed to take it easy. You're allowed to be real. The balance to that, of course, is not letting yourself be completely feeling led all the time. Feelings are super important pieces of information uh, and parts of, parts of um, what we must use to make our decisions about what we want to do and how we want to be. But they're not everything. Got to bring in our wise mind as well, our intelligence, our resilience, our stoicism, and sometimes say to feelings, well, thank you. I know you're here. That's fine. Be here. I'm still going to spend 10 minutes doing this thing or I'm still going to go for a walk. You know, sometimes you've got to feel the fear and do it anyway or sometimes you've got to feel the lazy and do it anyway. Feel the lack of motivation and do something anyway. Feel the anger and um, get on with doing non-harmful things anyway to express it. Feel the sad and get up anyway, you know balance of honouring our feelings, but still keeping ourselves moving and doing some of the things in a way that's guilt-free, that's gentle, that has a bit of balance, a lot of give and take with yourself, a lot of compassion, a lot of kindness, that you didn't see this coming and that you're doing your best to cope with an unprecedented situation. So that's some of the flow and self-care things I've talked about. And relationships, the other love. Well, I like to think about what I'm going to do to make my relationships better or to just keep them flowing along nicely, um, keep them feeling connected, keep them feeling close uh, every day. So I think about, well, what have I done with my kid today? Is there something that, that we could do together? Um, what have I uh, done with contacting relatives that I'm not with and checking up on how they're going in this today? Not all of them are everyday contacts, but keeping it on my planner to check in with various people, stay connected. There are some people I've spoken to more because of this lockdown, um, because I've been concerned for them, because I know they live alone, because I want to connect with them. So if you do have the time and there are people that you could spend more time connecting with than usual, this is a a good time for that. Uh, It's a good time for writing letters, uh, emails, texting, all the things to try and build contact and doing all the little things to connect with people who you might be sharing a space with uh, in good ways. Because we've all been home a lot, you know, in my house, we've settled into some fairly strong, clear routines. And they've been great because they've really put in place these connecting times, um, which, which really brings me to the next thing I think we can do to help ourselves, which is to structure up the time uh, a bit. Either have routines or 
put some daily structure in place for yourself that might change every day if that's how you prefer it. But think about, look, I'm going to uh, section my days into these these various parts so that you can mark the day, can feel that you can control the things in your life that you can control um, when there's so much uncertainty and so much we don't control. Uh, it can feel really good and really reassuring to put some structures and some sense of, uh, of control around the things you can. Make sure you get support and assistance if you need any. On my website, I do have support lines listed um, on the Work With Me page. Down the bottom, I have a lot of support lines listed there for Australian services. Um, if you are needing to have any kind of help um, over the telephone for mental health, well-being, or for, uh, for physical health and well-being, most GPs in Australia, most doctors are doing telephone consults, so that's really helpful if you have health concerns. Uh, and I'm one of many psychologists who are doing telehealth. Uh, I'm actually bulk billing uh, so that there's no out-of-pocket costs for Australians uh, under Medicare uh, with a mental health care plan from their doctor. I can bulk bill psychology sessions, which are done by video conferencing or telephone. So I'm just one of many psychologists out there who are offering that service at this time. Um, so make use of it, you know, make use of getting help that you want and need uh, on the telephone or by video conferencing from all kinds of professionals who, who are able to do that. Think about new things you've wanted to try. I mean, you've probably gone there, but there are all sorts of things you can try online, like learning languages. That's one of my favourite uh, favourites. Um, or another great, great thing to do is to look at the great galleries and museums of the world online and see if they have, if the ones you're interested in have virtual tours, because many do. You can, you know, you can look at the insides of iconic buildings and amazing galleries and, and iconic sites all over the world from your computer or TV or even your phone through some amazing free apps that the various, uh, the various places offer. So do get online, have a look at what's out there and you might discover some mind-blowing stuff. It's Look, it's really easy to get caught up in just your basic social media, news, news feeds that can be depressing, that can be flattening or that can be a bit mind-numbing and, um, and a bit dumbed down, frankly, that uh, there is so much that's intelligent and beautiful on uh, online that you can look at. So think outside the square rather than scrolling. Think about, just think about um, to what's out there that you can look into that will inspire and refresh and take you to places that you haven't seen or that you'd love to go. I've been reading a lot uh, on 
my Facebook group, The Couch. We do some, uh, come along and, and join into that if you would like to. We do some book discussion. I've picked some books for the year. Uh, next year, I'll get someone else to put, pick them, <laughs> the group to pick them, because some I've picked are good, some not so great. Uh, and the one I'm doing it where I'm reading at the moment, the next one to be discussed is um, to shake the sleeping self by Jedediah Jenkins. And it's he rides his bike in this memoir from Oregon to uh, Patagonia. And so as he's riding along, he's talking about a lot of places that I've never been and don't know very much about at all. So it's been a great opportunity for me to look up the places and find out more about what he's describing and go in greater depth, using the book as sort of this touchstone to then jump into my own research and and just learn for the hell of it, you know, no reason, no PhD on it, just for fun, learn for fun, just because it piques my interest. And it sure beats just going through... Um, dull news feeds, you know, to to follow up and and just learn these things about the world. The book before was Debbie Harry's Face It. That was the book club book previous. And I was doing the same thing with New York because she's uh, a long-time New Yorker and she was telling all about uh, the history from the 70s and 80s and 90s where she was uh, coming up and becoming very famous, obviously, in Blondie and talking so much about the culture of New York in those times and the different districts and how they developed from what they were uh, post-war into what they are now. And it was fascinating. I was looking up so many things as she talked about them and her albums and listening to her music and and letting the book take me on this wider wider trip and wider discovery and, and path of research just for fun. So, you know, grab a book, but let it take you further. Let it take you into, into all those other places as well. Family history can be wonderful if you've never done that. It might be a time you want to look into family history. And I don't just mean in a dry way. I mean, this sense of like knowing where you come from on the planet and doing a bit of fun research into that can be really grounding. I love it. I went to Cornwall because of that being one of my uh, ancestral kind of home places and the sense of connection was just wonderful. It made me feel more at home on the earth to know that's where the people who came before um where they were and to see those places and stand on that ground with their with their and my DNA in it, you know, it's it's pretty fascinating. It, it increased my sense of belonging. So I love family history research and that's something everyone can can do. So the last thing I want to talk about that that helps us, I think, in this time is to just make sure that you are getting your your hit of nature, that you are seeing at least a plant or two, that you are feeling some earth beneath your feet, uh, that you are seeing some sky, that you're not locking yourself up inside too much. 
and forgetting to uh, to connect to the natural world because we need it, you know. And it's it's one of the greatest healers. It grounds us. It um, it keeps us feeling safer. I think to see trees and grass and animals if we've got them or or if we can see animals in the natural environment around us it keeps us feeling connected to um to source really to our our source in nature so don't be so locked up that you you don't let yourself see that and feel that i'm interested in your ideas um what you're doing that's keeping it real for you listening to music maybe a lot more, the kind of physical things you're doing inside, you know, dancing or maybe you're making use of lots of online workouts or yoga classes. There's a lot out there and we are fortunate that we have. um, Hopefully you have connection to some technology that you can use to, uh, to help get you through this time. Well, you know where to find me online at drdebracampbell.com where there are more podcasts, there's blogs, there's uh, connection to various resources and my calendar for telehealth for uh, Australians in particular under Medicare but of course um, private, private sessions as well. So take care, stay safe Stay well, stay sane, listening to your feelings and your wise mind. And I'll speak to you again soon on the couch. Bye for now.